Facts. And do you have like any um any uh, gamer crushes? You know. Maybe Markiplier, but I think he's taken. <laughs> All right, Markiplier, you heard it first. Oh my God. She's she's waiting in line. <laughs> Yo, this is Leo Black exclusively at Dame Dash Studios, and this is Leo Black Show. Yo, my name is Leo. We at Dame Dash Studios, and this is the Leo Black Show with my special guest today, Super Duper Danny. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> What's up, Danny? Hey, that name is so catchy. I mean, how'd you come up with that name? Super Duper Danny. Right. I think. Well, I was originally called Super Duper Tutorials on YouTube, and I changed my name to to include Danny in it. Uh, I think my brother actually came up with it, honestly. That's dope. I mean, so you must be really close to your relatives to have your brother give you a nickname and be able to stick with it, you know? How were you inspired by anime? Yeah, so I um, I have always had an interest in, like, video games and anime and everything like that. Like, growing up, my brother and I would always watch it together. We would always hang out and uh, and play games and do whatever. Um, but it was always something that we played with our neighbor friends and whatever and it was always extremely nostalgic for me so I eventually turned that into like a full-blown career um yeah like yeah I I started making YouTube videos when I was about 12 years old and I just made videos on random video game stuff me hanging out with my friends and that eventually evolved into me you know playing video games for a living what I do now I mean, in Pokemon, that was one of my favorite series. I love that show. Um, I mean, how did you f- even find out about Pokemon? Do you remember your first episode? So WB Kids was a thing. Do you remember WB Kids? Facts. Oh, my God. Facts. For sure. Straight up facts. Uh, I don't remember, like, my first ever time watching it. I'm assuming I was I'm probably too young to remember it, honestly. But um, I do remember as a little kid just hanging out in my pajamas, on Sunday morning, uh, just sitting there watching the latest episode of Pokemon, I was obsessed with a Pokemon named Growlithe. So oh, I love Growlithe. You like Growlithe? Yeah. yeah, for sure. So now I have like a whole bunch of Growlithe stuff. Like once I got back into Pokemon as an adult, I was like, now that I have money to buy cool things, I'm getting a bunch of Pokemon stuff. And when did the point come where you're like, all right, I can't just keep watching this. I got to be able to be a sponge, soak this up, but also you know, spread it so my fans can get to it and they can feel what I feel, you know, when I discover new Pokemon or just doing the research and finding out new things about Pokemon. So I got out of it. So Pokemon, like, for me, I kind of fizzled out of it in, like, elementary school or something, as I'm sure a lot of people did. I don't know if you went through the same thing. Yeah, you just, like, stopped playing and, you know, it wasn't, like, cool anymore or whatever. Um, So I stopped doing it and I got back into it in, like, early high school. And... I like found a pack. I got. I went to a comic shop and I thought I saw a pack of Pokemon cards, and I bought it and I was immediately hooked. Like I opened it up and I was like, "This is it." Um, but must have been some holographics <laughs> in there. <laughs> I uh, did. I got a really good card. That's probably why I was hooked. It's like gambling for adults. So you got back into Pokemon in high school. Yeah, yeah. So I like when I got back into Pokemon, I started playing one of the new Pokemon games. And that's actually how I launched my YouTube career, to where it's currently at over 100,000 subscribers. And I, yeah, play Pokemon on it and talk about Pokemon stuff. I bought this Pokemon game, and I noticed people weren't doing uh, a lot of videos on it. They weren't doing, like, videos, like, tutorials and stuff like that. 
So I Pokemon Soul Silver. I have logged over three hundred hours on this one game. Wow. That's how like I once I got back into it, I was like, this is it. I love it. But yeah, so I got back into it in high school, and then I've still been doing it off into college and then beyond my professional career. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. you found your passion early, and you carried that throughout adulthood. And now you got YouTube Space LA. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. I mean, now you get to create content at actually YouTube, not only have a following on YouTube, but being able to create this space. How is it creating that YouTube Space LA? I love it. So it's, it, for those of you who don't know, YouTube Space LA is a production studio that people that, that YouTubers like us can like legit rent out and just use their services. Um, I think you have to have like 10,000 subscribers or something. It's the beginner package. Yeah, the beginner package. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I've, I've really enjoyed filming at YouTube Space LA and I've met a ton of cool people through that. Like I've also been able to like literally work with Google. I've worked with, you know, Facebook, Instagram, like a bunch of really cool companies because of like the stuff that we've been doing at YouTube Space. So it's like been a really cool hands-on experience as well because we've gotten to learn how to use a ton of gear and just kind of like build your own repertoire of uh, like, I don't know, film experience from the ground up uh, for absolutely no money. So that's facts. <laughs> so for those who don't know, YouTube space says free, um, but it starts at the tier of like 10,000 subscribers. And then it's the second tier is 100,000 subscribers. Mm -hmm. Then the third tier is a million and up. So at a million and up, you can pretty much rent the space as much as possible. And it's totally free, but you're definitely limited like at 10,000. You're yeah. on your second tier. You're at 100,000. I mean, you got the plaque, right? I do have the plaque. It looks nice. beautiful. It's hanging up in my room. What was that feeling like, like getting your first YouTube plaque? Oh, it was honestly surreal because they send you, YouTube sends you this big old, it's like a big old black box, right? You open it up and there's a letter from the CEO of YouTube inside. It's like a full letter with a signature on it. And then you just like peel back a piece of foam and it's this big old play button with your name on it. And it has 100,000 subscribers written on it. You know, it's like a, it's a, a beautiful work of art that you've earned. Facts, you did earn that. I mean, and you started as a kid at, at a, as a passion, you know, and then you're able to monetize it. Um, can we talk about the first steps for someone who may have the same dreams out there who loves anime and want to monetize it and be able to make a living off of it? Oh, totally. Yeah. So like for me, it was like I was 12 years old when I made my first YouTube video. So I have been, I just did it like just for fun, right? Um, but one of the most important things for me, like looking back is that like I literally started, you know, like I just like went out and I made videos. So if, you know, you're just like, if you get caught up in like wanting to do it and then you never actually do anything, that's so much worse than just like, you know, never even have considered it at all, I guess if that makes sense. So yeah, like just getting out there and like getting your feet dirty are your hands dirty and just like trying whatever um, has been something that's been like super beneficial to me. But yeah, as far as like the whole anime sphere goes, like honestly, it doesn't have to be anime, you know, find your passion, find whatever you like. Um, and there's gotta be an interesting angle that you can take on it and uh, an interesting spin that you can put on it and talk about to people who also care about the same things. So whatever it is, there's somebody out there who has the same passions and thinks the same things. What's your favorite video game right now, Super Duper Danny? My favorite video game right now, and this I might be biased because I'm a Pokemon YouTuber, but Pokemon Sword and Shield just recently came out. 
So I have been playing. I've been playing that like crazy. I already logged like 40 hours in it, and it's only been out for like a couple weeks. <laughs> so that one for me is a huge hit right now. I have always been a big fan of the Assassin's Creed franchise. Also, though, have you ever played those? Facts. I mean, that's one of the biggest video games there is. Oh yeah. Of course, and I love it. I mm-hmm. love Assassin's Creed. Yeah, they keep coming out with new ones too. I can't believe they're still making spins on them. That's facts. And we talked a little bit about the Pokemon movie as well. Um, what do you think about the Pokemon movie? Detective Pikachu? Super Duper Danny, what do you think about Detective Pikachu? The new Detective Pikachu movie. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was great. I know some people were, like, dogging it because it – I don't I don't know. It's like – you know, it's a talking Pokemon. I absolutely love the idea. I thought Ryan Reynolds did a great job in it. I was actually invited to the Los Angeles premiere of Detective Pikachu – yeah, they had Why a. Not? How was it, <laughs> dude? It was great. So they had a uh, like a, a premiere of it in downtown Los Angeles, and then afterwards they had a Pika party, which was like this full blown, just like big old premiere party for this movie. Uh, it was so cool. They had some of the cast there. They had a whole bunch of like neon signs that were like custom made. They had like lightning bolt ones for Pikachu, custom drinks that were like Pokemon inspired, the whole shebang. But it was wonderful. Like the whole thing was great. Yeah, so uh, Danny, obviously you got a dope style. I mean, I'm really feeling the hoodie. You got the kicks on. I mean, skinny jeans. The hair is out. It's it's real too, right? Is the hair real? It's. I mean, it's real. I did put red highlights in it, so it's like it's not a. Wig it's just coloring, though. It's you know, color. you. I mean, you yeah. got a crop. It's safe to say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, where do you get your style from? Who are you inspired by? As far as style, it's funny because I'm like I honestly like think I'm not all that stylish. Would be so real. Um, I don't know if my style is necessarily influenced by anyone like I could put a, you know, a pin on. However, I just like wearing things that I feel comfortable in, like the whole hoodie and the, I don't know, these kind of shoes. Like, I just feel comfortable. I feel like myself in them. I feel like it's, yeah, it's like something I like to wear. Facts. And what tunes are you listening to nowadays? I listen to a whole lot of everything, honestly. Like, lately, I've just been kind of replaying some of my old playlists. Like, every time, so I've moved to a few different cities. I lived in New York. Well, I lived in Michigan. I lived in New York. I lived in Chicago. And now I moved out here to Los Angeles. Every time I move to a new city, I make a new playlist. And so um, right now I'm actually just re-listening to my New York playlist, just getting those vibes back. But it's got a, a I don't know, a, an array of like hip-hop and some, uh, some old-school rock, which are two totally different genres. That's facts. <laughs> and you talked a little bit about moving back and forth from New York. Uh, where did you grow up? I mean, where's your hometown? How did you transition into L.A.? So I am originally, I was born in San Diego. And when I was about three years old, I moved to Michigan. I grew up in Michigan, so I'm like the suburbs, probably about an hour from Detroit. Um, and then when I turned like 20, maybe 20, 21, I moved to New York, and I lived there for less than a year. And then I moved back home to Michigan for a little bit. Then I moved to Chicago for, like, less than a year again. Um, and there I worked at an ad agency. So I was making, I was a, a producer uh, intern, actually, at an ad agency, which was pretty fun. But then after that, I moved out to Los Angeles uh, after I graduated from college. So I, I actually, it took me forever to find a job because I wanted to get, like, a, an actual secure job before I moved out here. So I spent about six months, like, looking, searching, and finally found one. 
Stuff. I mean, why not? You have a lot of skills. <laughs> you worked at an ad agency. You're a YouTuber. You also work on social media for big accounts. How is that? Mm-hmm. It's great. It's one of those things that, like, I didn't think I would. Honestly, I did not think I'd be doing because, I mean, 10, 15 years ago, this line of work, this career literally did not exist. So, yeah, I am a, I guess I'm a video producer at a social media video company. I'm a YouTuber. And then I also have like a website and all of that. So I have like a whole bunch of different, I don't know, revenue streams that like are just all from things that have arisen in the last 10 years. Like That's sick. You have a website? I do. It's 2020. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know, right? So what do you put on your website nowadays? And how much traffic are you getting on your website? Because you mentioned you have a big following on YouTube. How is that transparent? You know, and how do you merge that traffic? from YouTube to your website or from website to your YouTube? Yeah, well, my so what I do on my website is actually more of an e-commerce thing. So I actually sell things on the website. And because I do a lot of Pokemon stuff on YouTube, I sell Pokemon stuff on this website. So I sell Pokemon cards and packs and whatever, stuff like that. So I don't necessarily gauge it off of, like, traffic per se, but if I have cards that I want, you know, I think people will be interested in, I'll plug it in a video and people will go check out the website and actually buy things. So I kind of wanted to, with what I'm doing right now, kind of like, I don't know, diversify my revenue streams, if that's an extremely dorky term to use. No, that's important. I mean, (laughs) because most companies, uh, big YouTube channels, they'll go to like Teespring or something, Mm -hmm. you know, and connect that to a YouTube channel. So it's cool that you have your own website, your own source that you're directing that traffic straight to so you can have those emails subscribed, you know, and keep in contact with your customers. Absolutely. Uh, so what is the difference when when you're taking it from a website or doing a website instead of a, like a Teespring? You know? I, you know, I love the autonomy of it, honestly. It's like you get to you literally get to design it and just like have it be your own thing that exists. Like if you have a Teespring or if you have like a, you know, some kind of merch line, you're super limited to whatever their website looks like and whatever they have available. Because I have my own thing, I can literally like customize it however I want. I can put whatever I want wherever. So it's like a f- I can make it exactly what I want, and like that's how I like I feel the cool. same way about YouTube in general. Like y- because we're content creators, like we have a certain vision, and like with my YouTube videos, I have full control over how I film it, where I film it, when I film it how it gets edited, you know, when I post it, what I put as the title and all of that. So it's like, it's something that like I can own and it can, you know, be my own thing and I have full control of it. That's facts. And yeah. I mean, has there been any other like male fans that you guys are slid into the DMs and you think they're trying to hit on you, but they're totally down for the anime life. You're <laughs> like, damn, well, I like the same thing, you know? Guys sliding into the DMs is a constant but <laughs> is, your, is your DMs popping, Danny? <laughs> the DMs are popping, and it's all with full-blown Pokemon nerds. It's great. Nice. So are you in a relationship? Are you single? or? I am, like, s- extremely single, straight up. However, I, like, I kind of like that. I've always been, like, an independent person, gr- especially growing up. Like, I don't know, I've always just liked to do my own thing. Um, but, yeah, no, totally single. <laughs> Hey, so you heard it straight from Danny. Slide in the DMs. That's I cool. mean, they're open. <laughs> and what type of guy is Danny looking for or, you know, has a chance with Danny, you know, to your heart? Somebody who's super geeky, is not afraid to be themselves, long, tan, and handsome. That's it. 
That's a vibe. You heard it first. It's a vibe. Danny's tight. <laughs> <laughs> now, where, where can everyone find your content at? I mean, if they're looking for the new fans, the old fans. If you might not have heard about Danny, where can they find your content? So you can find me on pretty much any social media platform, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok even, Facebook, at uh, SuperDuperDanny. So look me up. Uh, I do mostly Pokemon stuff, gaming stuff. All that. It's fun. Facts. And do you have, like, any um, any uh, gamer crushes, you know? Maybe Markiplier, but I think he's taken. <laughs> All right, Markiplier, you heard it first. Oh, my God. She's, she's waiting in line. Mark, <laughs> send this to Mark. Send this straight to him. How do you feel about Ninja? I mean, he, so, I don't know if you heard, he made a big move, and he literally, like, quit doing Twitch. At Twitch, right? Yeah, and yeah. he moved on to Mixer. So I don't know, like, I actually don't follow Fortnite. I'm not, like, super into that world. Um, but I think it's a really interesting strategy. I tried streaming on Mixer, and it did not work that well for me. Um, but he's a much larger streamer, so I'm sure he'll find a way to make it work. And what's your main platform to stream on right now? Right now I'm on YouTube, YouTube Gaming. Yeah, I just did a stream yesterday, played some Pokemon. It was a great time. But, uh, yeah, I've been trying out Facebook gaming as well. Facts. My name is Leo. We at Dame Dash Studios, and this is the Leo Black Show. Our special guest, Super Duper Danny. <laughs>